Welcome back. My name is Chris. I'm Eddie. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things, a Stranger Things podcast. Entirely unofficial. We have no permissions or rights from Netflix to do this, but we're doing it. Can't stop Yet. us. It's America. Mm-hmm. Biatch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about Chapter 7, The Bite, today. Um, we're excited to be doing this. It's been a while since our last episode. Uh, about 20 minutes or so. Not going to lie. No. I couldn't lie to him, Steve. No. Well, yeah. we, we, this is an open door policy. Friends don't lie. <laughs> Friends don't lie. That's what I heard. Yeah. Uh, again, thank you so much for all the listeners. You can email us anytime at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. Uh, we love hearing from you folks, and we're going to blow through this, but with aplomb, right? It's going to be effective. It's going to be deep. It's going to be touching, heartwarming, all those good adjectives that I can throw in there, mm. but also mm. fast, hopefully, right? Because it's getting hot in here. It we, is. We had to turn the AC off. Yeah. We should probably take off all our clothes. <laughs> I'm already there. Remember, in the bus. Streaming it Things so Special Edition, Three Naked Guys. Stranger mm. Things After Hours. <laughs> oh, shit. Things just got stranger. I used to watch that on HBO. Shit. <laughs> After Hours. Stranger Things Confessional. <laughs> Do you remember that uh, Conan, Obi- Conan O'Brien skit where it was like person's name secrets? No, <laughs> but I just thought for a second you said Conan O'Brien. I know. I was like, Do you I watch Vietnam talk. TV? <laughs> Do you remember that Conan O'Brien episode? That was no. so good. That was so good. I love it. Uh, Netflix describes Chapter Seven: The Bite thusly: With time running out and an assassin close behind, Hopper's crew races back to Hawkins where Elle and the kids are preparing for war. I feel like more happens than that. And full disclosure, I have no fucking clue what it is because I did not rewatch episode seven. Oh, I haven't bro. seen it in three weeks. That's the entire shtick of our show fucking ruined. Yeah. <laughs> Done. I just like the yeah, idea of children over. preparing for war. <laughs> Let that be war. <laughs> like that South Park episode. Oh, uh, La, Viva la Re- Revolution. It's yeah. a movie. Yeah. Viva la Revolution. <laughs> so Andy's going to be in charge of this shit, episode. Shit, guard dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> we have the watches and the butt for. <laughs> for pooping, silly. What's that? The fucking cigarette. <laughs> Claude, are you smoking again? No, mama. <laughs> no, mama. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chapter 7, The Bite. So we open up with the 4th of July Fun Fair Parade event festival thing. Mm. Um, <laughs> we have that uh, <laughs> great big sign that uh, Mr. Klein... Uh, ticks Mayor a lot Klein, of boxes. Ticks a lot of boxes. Every, <laughs> there's stuff happening. Uh, uh, there's a big sign. Mayor Klein wants everybody to know that he's the one that's uh, making this shit happen. So like it pans down and it says Fun Fair and Mr. Klein's all over it. Um, so you see a bunch of kids running around, playing games, having fun, whatever. And then uh, we cut to a marching band uh, playing a real shitty marching tune thing. And then Mayor Klein comes in and cuts them off. And he's trying to be a real showman. And he's like, you already see some fireworks? Can I get a hell yeah? And then the crowd's like, hell yeah. He was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, dude. God damn. Um, and so then we cut over to uh, Miss Wheeler and Ted and Baby Holly, which I think this is the only time we've seen her. Has she been? the episode no she was sleeping uh, on the episode yeah oh, yeah she was well, in the episode yeah but she was sleeping on set you're totally right but you get some lines this time so they get on the ferris wheel and uh apparently mrs wheeler slipped the uh the ride runner a fiver to get get them to stop at the top of the ferris wheel so they could have the best seat in the house for the fireworks mm. now ted's sitting there being ted you know piss himself uh, not the hero that i thought he was Karen, gonna be this, this season unfortunately seems unstable <laughs> i'm trying to give you a hand job on the goddamn ferris wheel ted with holly <laughs> oh, I made it weird. <laughs> what the fuck, Andy? <laughs> yes, <You> sicko. <laughs> so the fireworks start. And, I haven't uh, seen it in three weeks. I didn't know she was on the fucking thing. <laughs> um, so uh, the fireworks start, and then baby Holly says, uh, Mommy, the trees are moving. And uh, 
That's just Ted's wood. Jesus Christ. Why is it some guy commenting? Just from the other seat? It's the two behind. He's stuck in between. Hey, day kid. I just want to let you know. I can see your boner, Ted. God damn it, Fred. Ted and Fred. It's a spinoff episode. Anyway, I would watch called that normal series. things. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so hot in here. You guys, you guys made me blush. Okay, so then we cut to is a pretty neat little match cut where we see the uh, well, the intro happens. In well, did anyone else think when she commented on the trees that it was about to? Bust through and a giant monster attack the whole fair. You establish the whole giant fair. You think for sure shit's going down there. Damn, I can't hide this. And then, no. Not at all. So (laughs) then the next uh, sequence we get is um, looking at the same fireworks, but from the uh, perspective of being amongst those trees. And the kids are all gathering, preparing for war at uh, Hopper's cabin. To war. To war. Viva la revolution. Let's see. And uh, they are discussing the um, vision that Elle just had uh, with Billy. And uh, they're trying to determine what it is that they're building other than a uh, baseball park to uh, get them to come. Um, they, they determine that they're building the army to try to destroy Eleven. Was that a yeah. Field of Dreams reference again? Yeah, totally. <laughs> man, Field of Dreams is coming up. <laughs> a little, little throwback, Field man. of Dreams number is coming You're talking up. talking about the R. Kelly documentary, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Um, is that a conversation that happened off air that no one understands? No, I think it was on air. Oh, okay. So I kind of hope so. No, that, that, that was on air. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so uh, as, as they're discussing things, uh, Will, Will's uh, Willie Tingle goes off a little bit, mm, and uh, there's a roar off in the distance, and they realize that uh, it knows where they are and it's coming for them. So then we cut back to um, below the mall. Um, Dustin and Erica have just rescued uh, Steve and Robin, and they are super drugged out riding in the back of the little go-kart, talking about how it's the Indy 500, no, it's the Indy 300, no, it's the Indy 1 million. Yeah. <laughs> and they, uh, so they, they like crash the uh, go-kart a little bit, and they get on the uh, elevator to head back up to, I don't know, I'm not sure how they ever figured out what the code was to make the elevator work, but now they know how to work, work it. Um, well, wasn't the, the, it was just time locked. Wasn't that the issue? Why um, they couldn't get out? I don't know. I mean, that would be convenient. Yeah. yeah. I assumed it was just all in Russian and they didn't know how to do it. Ah, uh, that's, that's also probably a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just made me think of Armageddon. Everything made in Taiwan. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything made in Taiwan. So then, uh, the whole gang. Is that scooped- Peter Stormare? I think so. <laughs> uh, so the whole Scoops troop is riding the elevator back up, and uh, uh, Robin and Steve are tripping nuts, and like Steve's trying to surf on the stuff, and he wipes out, and uh, uh, they're, 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 balls. they're talking about we're all going to die, and uh, Robin's like, we all die sometime, my li- weird little friends. It's a question of where and when. <laughs> she's just like, she's like Gollum, like all hunched Doesn't down. Doesn't she boop one, like when she boops her Steve, when Steve keeps booping Dustin oh, when he's does. like, Steve, Steve, where's your car keys? We need to get out of here. Steve, he's like, are you going to fucking die on me? And he's just like, boop. <laughs> just keeps <laughs> booping the snoot. Uh, boop that snoot. Booping the snoot. So uh, they uh, make it all the way back up to the surface. They realize that they're trapped. Steve doesn't have his car keys, so they're stuck at the mall surrounded by the enemy. Um, and as soon as they get up to the surface, they step outside and they're tasting the fresh air because they're high as fuck. Literally tasting <laughs> it. Literally tasting mm. the air. Steve, mm, do you taste that? Mm. Mm. Oh my God. It's the air. It tastes like freedom. Um, <laughs> so they step outside. Freedom just tastes like air. <laughs> Immediately the gates open and Russians spot them and they're like, oh fuck. And they run back into the mall. We cut back to uh, Hopper's cabin. Um, the gang is arming themselves, so we get the neat little uh, call to arms where uh, um, Nancy runs and grabs a shotgun, and uh, Jonathan J. Bird runs and grabs an axe, and they're barricading the the doors and windows and stuff, and they say, everybody got to get away from the windows. And uh, then we have that nice little calm before the storm moment where everybody's just sort of waiting and listening 
and the camera sort of pans around them and cuts between them, and then the lights start to flicker a little bit. Oh, man, it's getting it starts getting uh, it starts getting a little Stranger Things after dark. Oh my god! <laughs> so the lights start to flicker a little bit, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, yeah. a giant fucking arm shoots in oh. through one of the windows and attacks Nancy and <laughs> fisted, <laughs> fisted. <laughs> And so she's shooting it with a shotgun, and Jonathan's axing it with the axe. Yeah. <laughs> Harder. <laughs> and he axes it harder, but it doesn't fucking work. And then Eleven, like, grabs it with her force thing and rips the tip yeah. off. Just, <laughs> oh, no. Just grabbing it and ripping it. Ripping it a Terran. Ripping it a Terran. Uh, so then uh, she manages to destroy the one and then another one shoots in through another window and she force grabs that one another one shoots through the window on the opposite side and she force grabs that one and then there's that badass shot you know what I'm talking about where it's like kind of wide and she's got her it's arms out pointing Jerry at the Bruckheimer 360 yeah and then she like <laughs> she she pulls like the Vader where she like makes a fist and rips downward and like both of the hands rips off both the tips rip off um, <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> oh, shit! It did get hot in here, um, dude. Andy, when you when you do the recap, it's, you really you, set the mood. You do something <laughs> to my body chemistry. <laughs> um, and so this is where the uh, titular bite happens. Mm. A <laughs> titular. <laughs> oh no! Hold Wait on. Wait a minute. Does, as good as this scene is, did this not annoy anyone? That like. Very obviously, if you're a giant monster and it's littered with people who you don't want to kidnap and only want to kill inside, do you, A, shove random appendages through various <laughs> orifices of the home, B, mm. obliterate the entire fucking house, which you could easily do, Just belly flop the house, or C, go back home? <laughs> Personally, I would uh, pick option C, go back home. <laughs> Right? I mean, why it's doesn't like he just destroy game. the cabin? Right. It's like playing Assassin's Creed where one at a time comes and attacks you and there's like a crowd of 17 hanging back just watching. Yeah. Oh, and, get him. And then you like hang out with the three monks that just are conveniently walking by and you blend in. <laughs> Next is Brian, then Chris, then Jessica, then me. And I got you. <laughs> um, but no, I totally get what you mean. Like it, it is kind of silly that it's literally just sending little... It's like the, the equivalent of that monster's pinkies through the... <laughs> Yeah, like, right. it's kind of it is. It's very video gamey. Like mm -hmm. you know, I mean, that would be the sequence where you have to like tap X fast enough to dodge the the limbs, yeah. and then Ooh, there's a triangle. Woo. Yeah, <laughs> Nancy apparently has unlimited ammo during the sequence. Right. She's got like somewhere among her person and her little lady pockets like yeah. seventeen thousand. Doesn't shells. she actually reload at one point? Yes. Is this this show that I'm sorry? It's been weeks, but I recall that she fires a bunch, a, a few shots reloads and there's a maximum of five shells that would fit in this shotgun and then shoots about eight times. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not even what I'm angry about. It just in general, somehow managing not to hit 11 during the course right. of this. I just remember on the very first watch being like, why doesn't he fucking destroy the house? Like, right. yeah, what the fuck? It's a giant ass monster, right? <laughs> so when this part happens, Hopper when the, in a fourth, the fourth or fifth in line leg arm thing shoots through and grabs Eleven and tries to pull her up through the roof, mm -hmm. all of a sudden it has a giant razor blade face that's like spinning maw thing that mm -hmm. it's trying to suck her into and I guess eat her, make her part of it. Uh, what's that called? Um, a snorflack? Uh a Sarlacc pit. Sarlacc. Sarlacc. Every nerd listener just got super oh, angry. Wow, out. that was weird. My nerd wires got twisted because you said Snorflack, and I was like, Snorlax? <laughs> <laughs> and then he says say Sarlacc. I'm like, ooh, Starlack. <laughs> like Star Wars. <laughs> so yeah. She starts playing um, a pokey flute and it goes away. <laughs> all of a sudden, everybody drops what they're doing and grabs Eleven. And they're all pulling, and the, the Sarlacc pit arm is trying to suck her up into it. Nancy's just blasting away with unlimited ammo cheat. And uh, Lucas <laughs> is apparently just standing back, because all of this goes on for a good while. Finally, Max yells, Lucas! And then he grabs an axe and starts hacking at it. And so he, he's just hanging back. That They've had, kind of had an issue with their action throughout this series a little bit. Where it's action. Like, what nah. the <laughs> I, tried to, I tried to drop the shtick, guys, but okay, if you want me to bring it back. Oh, God. Lucas goes and grabs the axe. <laughs> oh, God. He starts, <laughs> he starts axing that axe. Oh, tell me what he does with that axe. <laughs> he starts hacking away. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, they, they just keep running. <laughs> Chris just Chris is just looking back and forth like a like he's watching a ping pong game or a tennis tennis so match. It's like seven days in hell tennis match. What's he doing to her? <laughs> With a boner watch. Um. So yeah, uh, Lucas finally manages to hack off the uh, the leg arm appendage thing. Um, but Eleven is hurt in the process. The thing is latched onto her leg. They rip it off, and her leg is gnarly. And uh, they're like, oh, fuck. And the thing's still, like, looking down through the giant hole in the ceiling that it did not, for some reason, go through. Uh, and uh, she stands up, pissed as shit, and uh, <laughs> she flexes on him. This, this was yeah. Steve's flex moment for Eleven. And she, like, rips his fucking face open. Like, just goes ham on it. And the thing's like, oh, and like dog and right. fucking like retreats a little bit. And they're like, all right, let's piece the fuck out. And they run, they get into Jonathan's car and they take off. They all fit into his car, apparently. Is it the station wagon? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, the station <laughs> yeah. wagon from earlier. Oh, I get it. they got like the rear facing right. seats mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, okay. I remember when uh, Will and Mike were upset they had to sit in the back, which is unrealistic because everyone wanted to sit in the back. Absolutely. Oh, I would I definitely know. call dibs on back. Oh, yeah. Dibs on skin. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So then we cut to um, the Russians are pursuing Team Scoops through the mall, and they work their way through the back employee sections areas and get to the movie theater where none other than Black, back to, black to the Future is playing. <laughs> Likely <Whoa>. joint. <laughs> Word? <laughs> black to the Future, to the future part is- three. <laughs> we got to get the fuck back there. <laughs> Sam Jackson. Sorry. <laughs> Now I want to see a Back to the Future remake with Sam Jackson as oh Doc Brown. God, I would want to see that. <laughs> How fucking sweet would that be? Get it up to 88, motherfucker. Sorry. So they, they sneak. I'm so fucking tired of these fucking Libyans trying to get my motherfucking plutonium in this motherfucking DeLorean. Oh my God, I would pay money to see that movie, dude. <laughs> Um, so they sneak into the movie. There happens to be four seats available. Every other seat in the entire theater is taken, but two Decent together. Seats two too. Together. Yeah, right. Although they are on the end, you know what I mean. Nobody likes to be. Are <laughs> they in the end? Been in the pit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. fair. So it's like when I saw Star Wars: Force Awakens the first time. Like that was the only seat available, and it's like, well, I can't not see Star Wars. Brag. So you just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so me and everyone else in the world apparently. Um, somewhere, uh, Steve and Robin managed to find some popcorn and they're like, it's like they struck gold. They're sitting there like, Oh my God. Eating very, between this episode and the, and and the last one, super accurate balls trip being fucking super high. Right. It just reminded me of like very, I don't know if you've ever done ecstasy, but that's very accurate. Mm -hmm. Nothing over the top. I mean, it's just spot on. And then they're like chugging water later. Right. Yeah. It's it's actually super accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so Dustin says, um, to Erica, keep an eye on them. Um, uh, he said, I'm, uh, that's it. I'm never having kids. <laughs> and uh, he sa- tells her to keep an eye on them. He's going to go find them a ride. And he pulls out his little radio and he takes off. So then we cut to uh, Hopper and Joyce um, having found out that the uh, kids are at the fair and that that, that is just down the road from uh, from all the shit that's happening at the mall. The gate, yeah. Yeah, the gate. Because everything's by Steve's house, apparently. Yeah. They got to make um, sure their kids are safe. Yeah. <laughs> Hop, our kids are in danger. So in the back seat, Alexi's still explained to Murray how it works, that there's two keys. And, uh, you two need, keys. You need uh, the <laughs> plunkers number or something. I don't remember what it was called. Planks. Planks. Constant. Planks, Planks a constant. very famous number. Plunkers number. <laughs> uh, I'm sticking with it. Snarflack. <laughs> uh, plunkers number sounds like a meal you get at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Take a plunker and a number two. <laughs> That's the- I didn't even do that on purpose. Get it? <laughs> yeah. Big two. Poop. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so much funny when you say it out loud. You call the shit plunker. All right. That's their like filet of fish that they sell like around like Ash Wednesday or whatever the fuck that's called when you do Lent. <laughs> so. Antique Chariot is yelling at uh, Wheelbarrow for uh, ru- ruining his uh, call in to the cavalry, and they're they're kind of bickering back and forth. And then finally, Murray's had enough, and he, he uh, calls him out on it. 
says that you guys either need to chill the fuck out or we need to pull over and you rip each other's clothes off and you get the fuck down. You know what I mean? And uh, I mean, I, I'm para- paraphrasing there, but that's basically what he says. Yeah. Like, very dramatically, he goes on a tangent for se- like 30 seconds where he's at maximum volume. Like, you guys got to bah. <laughs> he was mad. And I've never seen Nancy and Jonathan together and I will do it again. (laughs) I've never seen a man wearing short, short, short jean shorts that angry that long. It was unsettling. It was unsettling. (laughs) And then he leans back to Alexi and he's like, they've never had sex. Alexi's like, they've never had sex. And then they just fucking die laughing. Like almost inappropriate how hard they're laughing at the fact that they've never banged. Oh, it's a universal language. Yeah. It's, it's like even Alexi can sense the sparks betwixt those two. Yeah. He's like, I'm an engineer, but I can, I can see the love sparking right there. I would have preferred the extended cut where they do pull over (laughs) and then get back on the road. Alexi's just enjoying a Slurpee. (laughs) (laughs) So we cut to um, having escaped Hopper's uh, cabin of doom. Uh, The kids, all the gang, if you will, all break into a convenience store to get some medicine to take care of. It's more like a full-fledged supermarket, don't you think? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they have fireworks, so it's by the way, the, my favorite shot of the entire show, maybe, is in this scene. But go ahead. Keep going. Okay, I think I know the shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually have it in caps on my next page of notes. So they break in and uh, Nancy's trying to play doctor. And she's like, somebody get some bandages. And then Max is like, no, nah, I skateboard. I know what's up. First, we need to wash it. Then we need to disinfect it. Then we need to Which put some. I dug that scene, but it also was a little. I don't I mean, know, maybe because I'm not a super into skateboarders. Every skater I know has gone into nursing, so, I mean, it checks out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they get hurt a lot, but it's like, all right, I don't know. Yeah, There's some fine. skaters I know that would probably be like, oh, man, I got I got a scrape on my knee. I better pour Mountain Dew on it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Uh, it would be funnier if she said, I'm a skater, and then didn't know how. Uh, <laughs> Better yeah. she's like, hey, hold up, I'm a skater. And just stop and oh you're done. Welcome back. I'm the zoomer. Okay. (laughs) The zoomer. Wait, what? There's nothing to fucking do with this right now. Give me some peroxide. (laughs) Zoom over to that island, give me some peroxide. I'm gonna go bust out some gnar real quick. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we've ever have we ever seen eleven wounded? Um and it happens in this season a lot, but not to that extent. Bested, you know what I mean? Well, I don't like know. She's almost down for the kids out. Right I mean, now. she's she's been in a situation where like she's drained, like where she's used sure. to power, so she's weak, but not to the point where she's literally got a giant gaping wound mm-hmm. that is uh, keeping her uh, uh, broken. Right. That's yeah. not the right word of broken, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Right. Out of she is broken. Out of commission. Uh, so she sent uh, Max sends uh, Lucas to go find a bowl. Uh, I guess for water or something to wash the wound and uh, um, Will uh, runs off with him and uh, I, I'm not sure where Max and Nancy Max and Nancy and everybody else go to but everybody separates into the store going to different places because you, you got to have opportunity for everybody to have their own private little combos. Don't you just want to live in the 80s and just break into places? I know, no right? security. Like how badass would that be? Just eating shit. We're going to spend the night in the 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. Get some of that Mr. T cereal. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Play with some fireworks. Fuck it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, in looking for the bowl, um, Lucas and Will run into a bunch of fireworks. And he's like, if you put like six of these together, it's bigger than an M80. Like, Those are some shitty fireworks, dude. Uh, I love his deliveries. Like, you put 10 of them together, you got to stick a dynamite. I love how nerdy <laughs> Will was in that scene. He's like, is it cool? Is it sweet? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just reminding that these are like kids. Right, yeah. Is it is it totes bitchin'? <laughs> is, is it gnar? <laughs> is, it, uh, is it yeet? So then yeet. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it's gonna it's gonna yeet the monster, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Is that how you use that? You've got yeeted. You done been yeeted. <laughs> I learned that word because of Game of Thrones, actually. My son, he's six, and he keeps saying I actually yelled at him today. And I don't I don't really I mean he does a lot of whatever he wants. I let him watch rated R movies and shit. I don't care. But he was playing Fortnite and he, every time he killed somebody, he went, yeet. And I was like, Mason, stop. Stop. Don't ever say that again. And I had like a real discussion with him. That's my parenting. 
when you uh, sound like a douche. All right. When Master Kyburn got his like head smashed by the mountain, my wife was like, "Ooh, we just got yeeted," and I was like, "The fuck?" Pause. <laughs> <laughs> <Oz>. What? <laughs> Past tense. Verbalize that word. We gotta discuss this, honey. Yeah. We are in our thirties. <laughs> I want a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> So then we cut to that adorable sequence or scene with uh, Mike and Eleven, where Mike's trying to apologize to her for being a controlling douchebag for the past season and a half. Right. And uh, he's trying to find the way to say, I love you. He's like, it makes you crazy. It's like, boyfriend. And she's teasing you, you, you know that phrase? Yeah. That phrase that old people say? Yeah. And she's like, old people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... Makes you crazy. It's a really super endearing scene. Um, and then it is cut short by Dustin has finally started to come through on the uh, radio. The gang's been split up this whole time. He's still, yeah. he's still mad at them for bailing on Cerebro back in like episode one or two or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and he starts coming through, but uh, it's cutting in and out. They can't really understand him. Low um, battery. Low batteries. They hear code red. They hear mm-hmm. the gate. So All they, I need to know is code red. Mountain Dew. Code red. It's out. Mm. Um, cherry flavor. New Coke. Don't they have the Coke argument too in this episode? Or is that they before? do? Yeah, yeah they do. That, that's when they get to the mall later. Oh, but, I'm uh, sorry. You're good. Oh, they're still in the store when they have that. It's when, uh, yeah, yeah. but he's saying like, oh, no, maybe I'm, it's it definitely when, uh, isn't it's in the store. Oh, he's right. Oh my God. It is in the store. Cause he's talking about, um, the thing. Yeah. Uh, he's trying to compare how like, you know, like John Carpenter's old thing versus like the remake, how it's sweeter and better. It's a take on the new formula. And he's, uh, fucking Mike's like that's not the same at all he's like it what? is I love how he's like no that's stupid he's like what you like the original thing better than the, the John Carpenter <laughs> thing like no that's not what it's saying <laughs> <laughs> literally no one likes New Coke <laughs> Did, have you guys had New Coke since they re-released it I've never had it period no, no. well we, I mean we weren't alive when it came out the first time I think but uh, were we I don't, I don't how know how long was it a thing I'm assuming 1985 was relevant, so I was born in 88. couldn't have been around that long, I wouldn't think. Did you have it? Mm -mm. The re-release? No, but I want to. I want to know what... God damn it, guys! Sorry. (laughs) I want to know what it tastes like. Anyway, neither here nor now. Have you guys been to space? We just did our own little thing. It was hilarious. (laughs) Um, Let's see. So, um, Dustin, uh, back in the movie theater, somehow got into the projection booth and sitting there, like, pissed off because his low batteries aren't working, runs back into the movie theater, sits down next to Erica. Yeah, I'm sorry. Pause. Yeah. Steve, you worked in the theater back when you had to switch yep. projectors and stuff, right? Yep. That would never somebody happen. would be in there, right? <laughs> yes. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you have to, especially those older projectors, you have to be there because those things can just jam know, up. Jam and- up and you have to be there to fix it. and. It was, oh God, I love that job. <laughs> I fucking love that job. We just sat sat around and listened to the hum of projectors all day. Um, but yeah, if and usually they're locked. Like you hit, you either need a key or um, or like a keypad. It probably would be a key for back then. But there's no way this kid would be able to like get up in there and then have a full conversation on radio, like screaming, like guys, code red, without somebody like, hey, yeah. <laughs> You're not my replacement. Get out. <laughs> I don't know, though. The projectionist at the uh, theater I worked at gave zero fucks. <laughs> so if a kid were to bust in there and start yelling code right on a uh, fucking radio, he's like, eh. At, for me, when I was projectionist, that the, the booth where all the projectors were was like my holy ground. Mm. So like if anyone came up there, I was like, who, who, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Get out of here. Who are you? Even if they were like my boss, like get the fuck out of here, boss. <laughs> hey, 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 guy. Hey, guy. I'll talk to you outside. <laughs> I don't want the projectors to hear us. <laughs> what I'm about to say is too low for their ears. It's going down. I, I bet the projector that they used was some kind of Easter egg out too. Oh, I'm sure it's like a. It had to have been a, a time, time relevant, period appropriate one. <laughs> Actually, sorry. I love how Steve said time relevant, and Andy said period appropriate. Yes. <laughs> time relevant. That's a great synonyms, guys. <laughs> Fuck, this is a good episode. Oh, uh, oh, sorry. Fun, fun fact about projectors that totally derails the podcast. But I, I love, love this fact. When I worked at Danbury specifically, they had like knockoff projectors that were made from an Indian company. Nice and. It was this Indian company that only made one one line of projectors. Like there was only one round of projectors that they sold because it was literally a company that came across a derelict steel ship. So this had all the steel and they're like, well, let's make projectors out of the ship. And then they <laughs> sold it. And those were the only projectors they sold. 
<laughs> and so we had these weird Indian projectors that literally were so old and there was like no r- repairs for them because the company doesn't fucking exist anymore. And so there was like one projector where if you like hit the start button, it literally would like shoot sparks at you and shit. <laughs> it was, it was, I loved it. I loved it. And we've all seen Inglorious Bastards. We know how fa- flammable film is. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that particular that, type. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I had a bit. Not this <laughs> Damn it, sorry. Not this new film. See, you know how like John Carpenter's thing is better than the original thing? Well, the <laughs> new film is better than the old film. Um, okay, okay, okay. Full circle. Word? <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, Dustin uh, goes running back into the movie theater, sits down next to Eric, and he's like, Eric, give me your batteries. He's like, why the fuck would I have batteries? He's like, well, I always carry batteries. Yeah, I don't have no fucking batteries. And then they turn, <laughs> they turn and look. Fuck, <laughs> I got no batteries. <laughs> they turn and look, and uh, lo and behold, Steve and Robin have disappeared. Cut to outside the movie theater. Tripping balls, Steve and Robin are sucking down some water. Whoa. I was like, I Whoa. missed the key scene. Whoa. <laughs> Why does everything I say come out dirty? It's the worst. What are those notes you have written, Andy? What did you. <laughs> it's just. Photos did of you have, naked dudes. Did you have Stranger Things on in one monitor, but like porn on the monitor next <laughs> Got your wires crossed? See, I was writing my fan fiction, and then I kind of got my streams crossed a little bit. Um, so they are uh, drinking a bunch of water, tripping nuts, talking try, talking through the plot of Back to the Future. They're super confused because they're high, and they scene. have no idea mm-hmm. what's going on. It's awesome. Um, Why is it called Back to the Future from the past? <laughs> Wait, that was his mom? <laughs> this is a decades before Christopher Nolan, so this is, you know, I get it. It's hard to wrap yeah. your head around. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're high. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they were tripping nuts. Because right then, after uh, Robin knocks Steve away from the water fountain, he looks up at the ceiling and starts super tripping, staring at all the pretty lights. He's like, Robin, you got, and like it starts getting all echoey and shit. You know what I'm talking about? He's like, Robin, you got to come look at this. Mm-hmm. And she comes up, she's like, whoa. And we get like 80s psychedelic visuals in this sequence, which is super cool. And I, and I don't think they've all ever the done anything like- the lights start streaking. Like, they, they start streaking, but then it goes into like, you know, space warp coming at the screen. Yeah. You know Some what I mean? Like 2001 Space Odyssey effects. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's really well done because it kind of made me sick. Yeah, uh, it- and it was super time appropriate or period appropriate for like an 80s style thing. And it makes them sick. Uh, they uh, suddenly have to run to go puke. They start. As, as someone who's never like really done any hallucinogens, is that a thing? Uh, like, tracers and stuff? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Um, you, you, someone, I've never had the privilege. <laughs> so have you seen like um, when uh, people are tripping, they take like glow sticks and start dancing around with them in front of people's faces it's because every movement you make there's like a giant path of light that like trails so it's like if you have uh, cameras exposure on for a long time Mm -hmm. but in real time yeah okay it's awesome it's super fun. I've always wondered that because, like, I know how like some there's a lot of things in pop culture and in movies specifically that kind of like drum up you know, this is yeah, how like this how thing works, but it's not it? really sure. how it works. Like if you get shot in the arm in movies, you're like, oh, just, just keep running. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it would work in real life. You're just oh like, ah, I'm dying. <laughs> um, yeah, I just was curious. Yeah, that's, it's really accurate. Mild hallucinogen ecstasy vibes for whatever they're going through, I would say. Yeah. Unless you have a bad trip, then your friend's little brother turns into Krusty the Clown and starts freaking you out and you got to go home. Sorry, that's that happened specific. to me once. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad trip, <laughs> dude. I, I won't do Crusty the Clown. Yeah. Well, he was doing Crusty the Clown's impressions and he was wearing uh, like a, uh, a flannel <laughs> blazer. And so I was tripping really hard and like I started to see makeup on him and shit. And yeah, it was bad. It was all bad. Fuck. <laughs> Apparently I said out loud, somebody kill this kid. <laughs> and then it's like you come to you and you're like, what the? F- Did I just say that out loud? <laughs> and it's how bad shit happens. Yeah. Somebody kill this kid. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Well, he's just standing there telling jokes. <laughs> anyway. Are, your, are you like, you sound super mellow, but your eyes are like bugging out like somebody kill this kid. I'm sure, dude. I'm sure. You're just like clenching the sides of the couch, <laughs> petrified. That's of what I pictured like he had like a kitchen knife, like somebody kill this kid. <laughs> I have to make it stop. Oh, shit. So, cut back to the fair. Um, Joyce, Hop, Murray, and Alexi arrive. Um, Joyce and Hop run out to go get the kids, and they tell Murray and Alexi they need to stay in the car. Um, as uh, Joyce and Hop are running into the fair, Klein, um, playing one of the games, turns and notices Hop 
running in, having only a day to inform uh, T2 that he uh, uh, has found Hop. Sorry, that's my, <laughs> in, in my notes. Uh, yeah, the, man, the that's his Russian fucking name. Teaches. Yeah, perfect. Um, so he runs to go and call him. Except it's uh, really, I'm sorry, it's T1. Is it? Oh, it is T1, isn't it? And T2, he's a good guy. So mm. T2's got some good alliteration, though. Mm. Yeah, but he looks nothing like that guy. That's sure he doesn't. God damn it, Andy. <laughs> They're in the notes, so it's Stan. You done fucked up. Cut back to the convenience store. Give and your finally, gun and, and I, this maybe this is the shot that you were talking about. Finally, I have in caps here, Egos. Mm-hmm. And they pan down an entire fucking uh, walk, walk in or open door, whatever, frozen section. Yeah. And it's all Egos. And, and then, then her, yeah. like Indian style, blindfolded, doing her thing. I mean, that you couldn't encapsulate that character in one shot possibly any better. Yeah. Um, and I just, I fucking love it. I know it's in the promos for the, for the season and stuff, but I mean, that's, that's stranger things to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where that bad. the new Coke, new thing, uh, conversation happens. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Eleven is looking for Dustin this entire time. There, I feel like there's a scene that was cut out somewhere where they're like, oh my God, that was Dustin. We need to, uh, Eleven, see if you can find him. We need to know where he is. It's yeah. just, she takes off the uh, um, blindfold. She's like, I found him. And then they say something about, oh, he's at the mall or something. He said something about opening the gate. Um, so having found Dustin, they pack up their shit and they go. They got their fireworks. They're ready to rock. They got their new Coke. But we linger and Eleven's blood is on the floor, and it starts to wiggle. Ooh. Wiggly blood. Wiggly, Wiggly blood. The blood. worst. <laughs> <laughs> this just then. Wiggly blood. Sorry. Bad for your health. <laughs> Bad for your health. <laughs> New Coke. <laughs> Holy shit. Look what it does. Oh, my God. If you know anyone who has wiggly blood, report them. They're communists. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like the fucking dude from certain John Mulaney, dude. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, what? Thank you. Not bad. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Have you seen John Mulaney's Oh, Hello? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Look it up on Netflix. It's great. If there are two <laughs> words and you're not willing to say one of them, that's the worst word. That's the worst <laughs> one. Um, so, cut back to um, the malls. Robin and Steve are in the bathroom, finally feeling better after they've puked the brains out. And they're giving each other uh, a little interrogation. Really good puke, too, by the way. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Because it showed the chunks. It looked like popcorn. I just remember thinking, damn, they went the, the fucking mile with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, it was like I some love that mile. overhead shot that they did of them yeah. puking where it was like this uh, kind of dolly but vertically looking down. Very clean 80s cinema bathroom. Mm-hmm. Or mall bathroom, even. Yeah. Like, no, like, great new tile. There was it's no. a brand new mall, though. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. But even still, they could have like opened two, that, that was mall. shed on. It's clearly right by the movie theater, and everybody knows movie theater bathrooms are disgusting. Movie theaters, especially then, the floors were just fly traps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was you walking on the movie theater floor. I pee on a floor every time I go to a movie theater. Like, yeah, I'm right. just on purpose. Why like, wouldn't you? This is what you do. I mean, that's why they have... <laughs> <laughs> why else would they hire ushers? That's what you're so uh, Robin and Steve start interrogating each other, each other. Steve asked when was the last time you peed your pants. She was like, about an hour ago, just a little bit. He's like, clearly, <laughs> that was a great high. moment. Yeah, it's pretty good. And so uh, they start, she asks, has he ever been in love? And he said, yeah, he was in love with Nancy Wheeler. And Aww. she was like, oh, she's such a precious. And she, he was like, no, nah, she's not. She's actually pretty cool. And she's a lesbian. I'm she, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was bringing up to it. God damn it. No, Nancy's a lesbian? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, he, he confesses his feelings for her. He slides across that nasty-ass floor, which was a super dope pimp fucking move to, like, he was all smooth In about it. In any other situation, like, any other floor, yeah. that would have been the coolest, most badass thing ever. But the fact like, that it's on a movie theater floor is like, I'm kind of impressed, but also repulsed. <laughs> if it was a real movie theater floor, he would have gotten stuck yeah. like halfway through. I need help. Robin. <laughs> Pull me in. <laughs> Pull me in. Uh, so, yeah, he confesses feelings, and she says, I wasn't obsessed with you because I liked you. I was obsessed with you because she wouldn't stop looking at you. She being Tammy Thompson. Tammy motherfucking Thompson, who Steve, while simultaneously being intrigued, aroused, and disgusted that she maybe is a homosexual, which is interesting in those times, right? He's also just like, in general... Against that, it would be for Tammy Thompson. You know, you can do better yeah. than that. He throws what, shade. What does he call Tammy? Do you have that written down? He says like she's such a like 
it's he calls her an old school. Oh no, I don't have that written word down. for boring. It's he's like she's such a ditz or it's not ditz, but it's like a, a connotation that she's boring and oh, yeah. No, I didn't write it down. But then they have this wonderful connection about her bad singing. Yeah, mm-hmm. she sings like Kermit. And I love that they didn't have Steve. <laughs> he's like a muppet. First of all, it's awesome that she is gay. Mm-hmm. And not into Steve, like you feel like they're going to hook up and it's going to be the Nancy replacement. I mean, that's what any subpar writer would do. That's probably what I was definitely what I would have done. Like, this is his new girlfriend, mm-hmm. right? Uh, fuck the Bechtel test. Steve's girlfriend. I'll give her a name later. Like, that's what, <laughs> right. that's what most folks would do. And no, that's not what's going on at all. It's just a new friend. Um, and then they don't have Steve butthurt by that. Either for yeah. very long, right? It's just a split second. Of, it takes and then him a long he wants time to, support to her, you know? realize what's going on. He's like, but right. I love that. Yeah, she's but a girl. She doesn't have a penis, so <laughs> <gasps> yeah. I really, I really love that scene because you can, you can see Steve work that out, and it's interesting to watch him work that out. But also, it's like it's really heartbreaking and tense to see Robin kind of work herself up the courage to tell him because mm-hmm. I, it's probably something she's never told anyone. Yeah. I would imagine. So no one probably knows that it's not super common. I mean, this is pre Elton John coming out. This is pre Ellen. Uh, this is the 80s. It's the, it's the 80s. Yeah. Ray, so, Reagan's in charge laughing at the age crisis <laughs> in office. So, right. <laughs> so when she uh, came out to him in that, uh, in that scene, it like, reframed in the negative temporarily the scene um when they're uh, tied up together in the uh in the lab in the basement yeah when she says that she's obsessed with him i was like you're kind of throwing mixed signals there right like um but then i when i thought about it a little bit more it was like oh this is the fucking 80s and like steve said she's probably never ever told anyone this ever and so like when she was saying i was obsessed with you that was her opening up a little bit and now this is her opening up the rest of the way. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, while it, for like, I don't know, a few minutes it negatively reframed that previous, that scene in the previous episode, all of a sudden it was uh, that much better. Yeah. And, and I thought it was pretty effective. I've seen several people criticize the scene because of um, it being taking place in the eighties. And they've been, a lot of people didn't find it believable that she would admit something like that. And Steve's just like, all right. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I can't speak to that experience as someone who's, you know, a straight white guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't speak to that. But as somebody who uh, would like to think of myself as an ally, uh, I, th- I really like, I found the scene very touching. It was very, I think, very cool of them to have this type of dynamic going on in a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's 100% purposefully contextualized in 2019. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they want to be inclusive and representative on this show. Right. Um, and obviously people that were not straight existed then. So they wanted to do that. And maybe Steve's reaction is a little bit, um, too woke, but you know, that's, that's a stupid criticism. But we all know know Steve is the most woke motherfucker in Hawkins. Yeah. And they've just been (laughs) held together anyway. Right. And you wouldn't want just from a, a, a not common sense perspective, you wouldn't want a show that adolescents watch a beloved character to like realistically gay bash. You know what I mean? Like that would be a terrible idea. So, and it speaks to the, the relationship of the two of them and how much he really does value. They both value each other as friends. Mm -hmm. And you can see he, like he's mentioned, Andy, he, it takes him a long time to kind of work through that for, for TV. Mm -hmm. It might not be a long time in real life, right? But the silence and the way it just kind of sits on Steve's face for a really long time Mm -hmm. for, for screen that's a long time to dedicate to someone just working out feelings yeah silently and so i feel like that is is the just the a really important thing going on mm-hmm. there and i just loved it speaking of um uh, silent acting and I, we super glance over it but it's when when steve is um confessing his feelings to her from the other stall like her series of emotions like yeah. she's yeah. flattered and then she's like nervous and then she's like sick and like she's a wreck and mm-hmm. you know like she does G-O-D a lot over there yeah she does a lot with very little you know what i mean yeah and that, that was phenomenal and, that, and that was that goes to just the way she's acting and like you, she doesn't know what to say and if she's willing to make that leap and tell him and uh just her acting in that moment is 
so great. Mm. I, I fucking love it. That's the Thurman in her. Yeah. Mm, for De- sure. Definitely. Or the Hawk. Or the Hawk. Eh. Thurman. <laughs> the Before Trilogy, bro? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Training Day. You know. Oh, dude, I fucking love the... Don't get me started. I fucking love that series so much. I know so you do. So much. I know you do, Andy. It's okay. Um, <clears throat> Where the fuck was I on my nose? Bathroom. Oh, all of a sudden, uh, we cut to... Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. (laughs) We cut back to the convenience store for just a brief little scene. Billy walks in and finds the Wiggly Blood. And he picks it up and he touches it and it squeals a little bit. Wiggly Blood. If you turn up the volume, it's like... (laughs) When he picks it up. It's like Plankton from uh, Spongebob. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cut back to the fair parking lot. Um, Oh, that's not right. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Cut back to the fair parking lot. Alexi, <laughs> you guys fucked me up. Alexi <laughs> continues explaining how to destroy the machine. Um, and apparently he's kind of cut a deal with um, Murray that when this is all said and done, somehow Murray's going to help him become an American and he can join in, quote unquote, and all the fun. Then you can join in the fun. But you don't have to wait. You don't to have join to wait. The, fun. the fun's right here, bro. It's called yeah. the fun fair. It's called getting shot in the chest while I get a corn dog. Airplane <laughs> presents the fun fair. Really, um, it, it really does represent America. Oh yeah, yeah. You can have fun and get shot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh shit. Damn. Uh, so uh, they just got real. Damn. They go into the fair. Murray buys a bunch of tickets for Lexi to go have fun. He's a fucking whiz at those darts. He should join Andy's dart league. Oh, I know. I was thinking the same. I was like, he's at least a six point eight. <laughs> his ranking. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ranking. Yeah. Uh, I love how he's like everyone's enwrapped in in his game. Uh, you can do it, Mister. He's like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he looked at a kid like I don't know? Like, I don't know what you said. <laughs> okay. Okay. Small creature babbling things. Uh, Batman fell. So, uh, just a cool little sequence there, a uh, little cam- camera trick. Uh, we got uh, some people outside cars. That's all right. We're, we'll, we will uh, persevere. So, uh, there's a cool little sequence there. Everyone loves streaming things. They're coming in. <laughs> Carlo to watch this live episode, guys. I can even tell you. So, uh, when Murray goes to go find the closest thing to food he can find at the, uh, at the fair, he... Uh, passes by uh, Joyce and Hopper and the camera does that neat little thing where it's like I was following the, the series of characters and oop nope no I'm going back the way I came and I'm going to follow these series of characters and so uh, uh, Joyce and Hop uh, spot Mrs. Wheeler and Ted who are heading into the giant spinny UFO thing I don't know what those are called and uh, follow her in there and this is uh, when we kind of get the first like physical contact between Joyce and Hopper. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. They, uh, the ride starts, uh, Miss Wheeler says that she doesn't know where they are. You know, they, they could be at Lucas's, they could be at Will's. Like, who knows where those, you know, crazy kids get to. Just an awful white ride operator. Oh yeah. That woman was just a, just He's a like, shrewd stop the ride. troll. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> On your life, Magnum. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> this is a dangerous piece of machinery, ma'am. You might want to take steps to ensure that everyone in the ride is safe. Right. Fuck <laughs> so, that. So the ride starts. Dad, I make minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> so the ride starts, and Joyce and Hop hold hands, and it's all sweet. Um, back at the mall, uh, Back to the Future ends, um, and uh, Team Scoops tries to blend into the crowd, but they are spotted. to no avail. They are spotted by the Russians, and they start. And the it's just. At the mall, these random Russian security guards. Excuse me, ma'am. I'm gonna need to look through your yeah, purse. If, that, if bit, I was please. at the mall and that dude came up to me, I was like, "Hi, I'm all secure." Like, no, you fucking ain't. <laughs> you are special ops. Excuse me one minute. I do security for mall. I need to look through your purse. Uh, you see a little fairy boy anywhere? Let me know. Don't Did mind. Did you just get su- out of movie towards the present? <laughs> <laughs> You really like that? <laughs> Get it, everybody? Is <laughs> a language barrier? Yeah. <laughs> they're dumb. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they don't speak English, so they're stupid. Yeah. That's not real. Sorry. Oh, shit. So let me just run through the rest of it. Back at the fair, Alexi wins this, the giant stuffed animal, mm. and he runs to tell Murray. He's like, oh, my God, Murray, the, the games, they're not rigged. They're not rigged. But then uh-huh. T2 shows up mm. and uh, shoots through the stuffed animal and pegs him right in the sternum. Mm. And then he's bleeding out, and Murray has, like, a slow motion moment. Everything gets all blurry, and, you know, it's like, oh, my God, our favorite new character is starting to die. And Murray's like, run up, Murray, no. <laughs> Did Murray scream that? 
He's Murray, Murray, Murray in, in his head. In his head. Uh, so Murray runs Good for help. shot by T1, too. That was sly. Oh, I know. It was super sly. It was like right when the dart popped, too. It's like he timed that. What was that movie where the dude's like timing the uh, the sniper shots to the thunderclaps? Saving Private Ryan? Mm-hmm. No. Way off. Now, why would they need was to that do that in World War II? Behind enemy mm-hmm. lines, maybe? I don't um, remember. No. Enemy I know what you're talking about. Um, no. Damn it. One of those. Anyway. It's not a war movie or they wouldn't have to do that. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Because he's trying to kill like a colonel that's in the shower or something. It's, it's like a World War II movie. Oh, Enemy at the Gates, maybe? It's when I, maybe? I don't know. It's when it just <laughs> <laughs> When Harry met Sally? <laughs> that's the one. Got it. <laughs> I'll oh, have what he's having. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. So okay. Murray runs for help. Uh, he finds Hop, but the Russians spot Hop too. Uh, so Hop says, Joyce, go get the car. And then he runs into the fun house. Uh, uh, he goes into the fun house, and my note says he beats some Russian ass. Mm-hmm. That's all that happens. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yep. Uh, cut back to Murray. Uh, runs and intercepts Joyce, takes her to go help Alexi, but alas, Alexi has expired. Um, Shuffled off that mortal coil. So then they run to go get the car, not before they run into Mary Klein, and she Joyce punches him in the face and kicks him in the nuts. It's pretty legit. <laughs> How she approached me, and he's like, "Oh, hey, Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing bad will happen in this interaction." Punched Ball him right face. in his already broken nose. So in the Hall of Mirrors in the Funhouse, uh, Hop gets the drop on T two and shoots him a whole bunch. But alas, he is wearing a vest, and so he's still alive. Hop escapes, jumps in the car with Joyce and Murray, and they take off. On the radio, they overhear that the Russians are heading to the mall, or they're searching the mall. Um, cut to the mall. Um, the Scoops troop has successfully evaded the Russians, at least for now. They're hiding in the food court behind a thing. But one of the Russians sees them uh, in a reflection of a refrigerator, and he is making his way slowly towards them. Scoops he thought he was hot to die. shit. And then... It's going to get that promotion. Oh, no, right? Mm. Uh, and, <laughs> we got to start getting sexy again. <laughs> uh, and then behind him, a car starts beeping. Mm, the yeah. camera pans up, and ta-da, it's 11. Yeah, and it she is. slams that motherfucker into all the <laughs> Russians yeah. that are standing there. And it's dope. And the gang is reunited Flexing. at last. Uh, so the gang, having mutilated Russians with a model car, As you all do. run down, they're talking. And this is one of those moments that Chris was talking about in the last episode where it's everybody trying to catch everybody else up and everybody's yeah. super confused about what's happening. And they're like, so Eleven has superpowers. Get fucking with it. And they're like, who the fuck are you? And she's like, who the fuck are you? And then Erica's like, Lucas, you're here. It's fucking awesome. And he's like, you're here, Erica? <laughs> Everybody's freaking out. And then all of a sudden, Elle collapses because her leg is super fucked up and there's something moving under the skin. She got a boo-boo. Cut to black. Probably some wiggly blood. That's why you got to get that shit out. Ah, you didn't get all the wiggly blood. Nah. <laughs> I just saw it on the news. You're supposed to get it. <laughs> this shuts in. Get all the wiggly butt out. <laughs> Don't leave some of it. Just just get to, all of it. I just, I'm curious, Dr. Brenner, how did you feel seeing Eleven wounded like that? Um, I'm glad that you finally brought attention to me. I've been in this room for a couple hours now. Right. What was the question? I mean, how did you feel seeing Eleven hurt? You've never seen her wounded in such a way. I'm not a very emotional person, but when I when I saw that, I thought, get up. <laughs> I've done worse to you. <laughs> I love throwing curveballs at Steve without prepping him. Always takes it in stride. You're Dr. Just, Brenner, I mean. That's Dr. Brenner now. Right, right. right. Um, yeah, so... He's just standing in the corner now staring at us. <laughs> yeah, this is getting awkward. He should leave. Which I believe is a song. Bad, what, that brings us to our... I myself out. <laughs> <laughs> safe. Bye, Dr. Brenner. Bye. You're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gone. Bye, buddy. Oh, that brings shit. us to our ego segment where we try to find various tidbits and little gems from the 80s. Uh, or the cultural references therein, and spot them for funsies. Uh, only we're a little less prepared and don't have homes currently, so we'll do the best we can. I have a couple randoms that I jotted down, but I don't cheat and just I could easily just Google them and like make a much more interesting show. But I fuck that. All yeah. right, integrity over good content. I always say <laughs> to That's the, seven. the tagline of the show: <laughs> <laughs> integrity over content. Welcome to streaming things. Integrity over content. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so my ego is New Coke, Andy. Hell yeah. Um, so when uh, when Robin and Steve are talking about uh, the plot to Back to the Future and Robin says, I'm not positive because I'm not totally sure what's going on, but I'm pretty sure that that, dude, that woman was trying to bang her son. And then Steve turns and goes, 
she was trying to bang Alex P. That was Alex P. Keaton's mom. And he's talking about Michael J. Fox. Alex P. Keaton was his character in Family, Family Ties. Ties. It's pretty legit. Nice. Good. Good one. Good one. Steve. Um, Rock in the USA by John Mellencamp was played at the uh, the fair. I think in the very beginning. You mean the cougar? The cougar. Yeah, the coog. The cougs? <laughs> the cougs. I believe the funhouse fight with Hopper is an Enter to the Dragon reference. I've never seen it. Not sure John Wick, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, again, I was going to say next, a lot of people have copied Baba or Yaga? been influenced by that. The Baba Yaga. Uh, Baba Yaga. Um, but I think, yeah, it's very similar to that titular fight scene, as Andy would say. Um, very period appropriate. So, <laughs> Time relevant. Also, the, the, the shitty carny that yells at them on the ride calls him Magnum, which is another Magnum. Oh, reference. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Good pull. Andy. So a little throwback to the previous episode when he's uh, when Alexi's watching cartoons. When he wins the dart game, he gets a Woody Woodpecker stuffed animal. Oh, very fucking nice. And then Murray does I the, he, the laugh. That one, right? Yeah, he goes, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that laugh. Yeah, it's the worst. It's, even when I was a kid, I always thought Woody Woodpecker's <laughs> laugh was very unnerving. Especially Murray <laughs> doing it. like Yeah. It's like holding two corn dogs. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's something weird, but also beautiful that about is the stuff Murray nightmares. doing that. Like this conspiracy theory. Like I hate American nut job. Who's like, I've got corn dogs and I'm an affair. Woody Woodpecker. I Let's haven't go. eaten a corn dog in ages, but I really fucking want one right now. Mm. It does sound good. Anyway, sound good. Uh, corn dog on top of an ego. Do you have any more egos? Uh, there's some movie posters you could see and uh, movies that were titled in the marquees mm-hmm. of the, um, you know the marquees that are like above mm-hmm. the um, the the actual auditorium doors. Uh, some of the the movies that I saw were Cocoon, Fletch. There Re- it is. I told you guys it was going to be in there somewhere at some Fletch. point. Yeah. <laughs> Return to Oz and Pee Wee's Big Adventure. There was also The Stuff and Daryl. I, I don't know what either of those movies I don't know what are. Those are either. But at some I, point I, you could I, see I, him on the marquee. I bet I saw Daryl on the marquee and was like, oh, some some employee's in trouble. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> was it was the subtitle was here <laughs> when we worked in the movie theater like one of our favorite things of you would look down the hallway and there was like auditoriums on either side of the hallway and you could see the marquee and every now and then there was there would be beautiful moments where like one movie on this side would match up really well with the movie on the other side and my favorite one was always the passion of Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome. live for those moments. <laughs> you guys have all these working in a movie theater stories, and I also worked in a movie theater, but I just shot heroin the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I have no cool stories. Oh, man, I love Except that Except one time, I think I've told this on air before, where it was... Um, fucking 3d movie so i walk in the theater <laughs> and i was an usher and i radio the boss and i'm like the screen's all fuzzy <laughs> check, check theater too and keep in mind i'm usually smoking a cigarette and they can't find me and i have my walkie turned off and i'm shooting heroin so i finally deign to pop in hey screen two needs work and they're like all right and then after a second they're like chris put on your 3d glasses <laughs> i'm like oh shit yeah yeah, it's fine now. We have 3D projectors? <laughs> when did we get those? And dude, for some reason, Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1, I've, I mean, that's when I work there. I saw that movie 100,000 times. I feel like it's all that was ever playing when I was cleaning the theaters. Mm, anyway. I miss. I, I have so many. We could have a whole separate podcast of just movie theater, theater stories. stories. Yeah. We should. We should. That's our new streaming things light. Andy, are there any more egos? Um, Also, the convenience store, you see an old school Ziploc bag or box, box of Ziploc bags, which I recall. Um, I already talked about the uh, Mr. T cereal in another episode, but in this one, I saw a bunch of cereals. But ones that stuck out to me were Ghostbusters and G.I. Joe. Ooh, which were pretty. And knowing those cereals, Andy, is half the battle. (laughs) G.I. Joe. I didn't know they had a cereal. All right. What does G.I. Joe cereal taste like? It, I wish it was like G.I. Freedom. Joe's and it would just put the big O. Oh, oh that's so good. <laughs> Why didn't they do that? Oh. Um, also at the movie theater, um, sitting right by the marquees, there is an Atari Asteroids video game Ooh. machine. Ooh. Fuck yeah. Also in the mall, there's a Walden Books. 
<laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, and then Don't at one skip point, on that. Uh, when uh, the group, the gang, finally is reunited, uh, Dustin says we have a full blown Red Dawn situation here, nice. which is pretty legit. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Brennan? <laughs> Dr. Brennan loves Red Dawn. Nice. <laughs> That's all I got. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That brings us to our chocolate pudding segment where we enumerate our top three favorite moments of the episode. Did you have more egos, Steve? Okay, oh, sorry. sorry. You were looking at you. No, no, my bad. <laughs> no I was making. I, I had for a second. I forgot. Like, did I write down? Did puddings? I? So I got the puddings. <laughs> oh, I got them good. My number three. Oh, didn't think I'd do Ooh, myself. Did you? Boy. It's because it's fast. Is just eleven sitting in front of the egos in the store. Mm-hmm. So that's you subverted my, my expectation. Literal fucking moment. It's my favorite. It's my number three. Steve. <laughs> Why are you so like poignantly intense? There's no air conditioning. That fucking moment. <laughs> it's how. That's how much I feel. Strongly, uh, I feel about well, it. Well, I had a, I had so my number three is also a fangirl moment, uh, and that is just seeing the band back together at the very mm-hmm. end. Just, mm-hmm. just specifically when Dustin just rushes and gives Mike and Eleven a big old bear hug, mm-hmm. like he's so happy to see him. Yeah, this is eight episodes in a full year from the last time we've seen them all together, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, that's also my number three. The gang reunited, Ooh. Um, and the big bear hug, and I just love the uh, confusion of who the fuck are you and what do you mean she has superpowers and just run with it, Erica? Kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ted, <laughs> Fred. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was this not the normal thing? Crossover episode. Still got a boner. Um, my number two moment is Alexi getting shot, um, which is perhaps the saddest thing I've ever seen on television. Uh, they did a great job. Again, I think it's a cop out in a, in a sense because they do these like make you fall in love and that's the one that dies and none of the core characters which I'm, secretly I'm also grateful for right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but that with Alexi they did a, a phenomenal job I mean it's just world renowned beloved character you know I think he unanimously was the, he was the new newbie yeah um, yeah so anyway yeah he's the newbie of this season but and just though it was uh, it was surprising and as soon as you it's one of those moments as soon as you see the guy with the gun you're like yeah. no yeah. you're done aww yeah. <laughs> like you're sad in advance this, this was my number, my number two as well, and uh, that exact moment where you know Murray's got the hot dogs, yeah. everything's so happy, like it's not rigged, and then that guy just kind of like subtly just drifts into frame, and mm-hmm. just the bottom of my heart just fell out in that moment. Even though like I expect, I actually expected Alexi to die this mm-hmm. whole season, but I didn't expect him to die like at the fair and with a Woody Woodpecker stuffed yeah. animal. Man, that's what a way to go. Injury. <laughs> <laughs> what if the Russian guy shot him and instead of going traitor as he walked by, he like took like a couple steps past him and then turned around and went, he had seen it. Like he, really shitty. It makes that face at him. <laughs> the, 11 the 11 on the beach face. face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to get a still of that and make that the streaming things Twitter like profile picture. <laughs> 11 on the beach. Uh, all right. I'm done. Consider it done. Um, so my number two is um, drugged up Stephen Robin in the elevator, hanging ten and wiping out, booping noses, and then hanging ten and high in fives, and crouching like Gollum and saying, "We all die, my strange little child friend." <laughs> <laughs> it was just uh, it was trippy. It was funny and it was uh, endearing. Yeah, my my number one is just Stephen Robin. Yeah. Um, I just put that I cheated completely because fuck it. Same, in fact, same I'm here. Hardcore cheated. Stephen Robin? Yep, Stephen Robin. You cheat mm-hmm. too? Let me see what your actual number one says. Yeah, it, says it says SNR bathroom. Oh my goodness gracious. Hot damn. <laughs> <laughs> so my number one is the bathroom talk as well and the phenomenal. Everybody had five. Unanimous. The- Unanimous. Actually, I ultra cheated and I wrote bigger than number one below it. Hop in the fun house. Just because I didn't want to not talk about how badass that was. <laughs> Sorry. He beat some Russian ass, that's for sure. I mean, it was the first time, because he's been sort of... Um, Emasculated? Yeah, circumcised, we'll say, throughout the oh, season. <laughs> throughout the season. That was mm. terrible. <laughs> mm. That was a terrible uh, way to describe that. And then he just mm. gets the better hand on T2, Andy, uh, misnamed, <laughs> and just cracks him in the chest with like seven slugs, which yeah. surprised the shit out of me. I thought, that's it. 
And then he had oh, a shit. vest Hopper, on. Hopper iced that guy quickly. And I really regret that he wasn't just actually dead. It was a total like Andy. Mo- Andy loves that kind of shit mm-hmm. in movies where you get that complete subversion, um, like Last Jedi shit that the rest of the world hates. Like Andy and I love. You yeah. know what I mean? And I don't know if like a, a bulletproof vest in the '80s that's Russian made can survive like seven shots at point blank range. (laughs) I don't know, but how awesome would that have been if we thought we were going to get this giant boss fight and then hop sneaks around the corner and goes choo 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 and he's just dead. That would be like fucking awesome. Is that that the gun name choo 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 choo? (laughs) Yeah. Choo 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 choo. That's how they sound bro. Choo choo millimeter bro. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A choo choo nine millimeter. (laughs) Thomas the choo choo Glock. Um, Sorry. And even if that uh, shitty 80s Russian bulletproof vest did survive, he would have been like laying on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking. Yeah, just, but he's he would have been like, Get away from me. I need to kill him. He would be like, oh, it really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't even actually a bulletproof vest. That was Russian skin and an actual normal vest. <laughs> In Russia, you proof the vest. <laughs> what? <laughs> This vest is Russian proof. Don't worry. Yeah. Is that what you're getting at? Uh, Duh. Duh. <laughs> In Russia, you get shot you seven times to graduate elementary school. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeet. I hope our Russian listeners Yeet. love us. Yeet. 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 <laughs> that guy got yeeted by Hopper. Yeet. All right, that brings us to a fucking close of this sweaty segment of streaming things. You can follow me on Twitter at C Michael Rudd. You can follow me at, at Inkwell Verbal. That's and I'm Andy. Steve May 13. That's Steve. That's- <laughs> <laughs> Email us at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. Please stick around. We're getting our shit together, I swear to God. We're buying houses and getting new jobs and all this stuff. Throwing darts. But we've got huge plans for the future. (laughs) Throwing darts. That's not not true. Uh, My name is Chris. I'm Andy. I'm Steve. And fuck yeah. Welcome back. Fuck. I forgot I had more. <laughs> I thought that you were like making it really impactful. You look so like congratulatory of yourself. Like crushed it. <laughs> Welcome back. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> and so, that's all we have time for I just for this zoned week. out. Yeah.